Hey Rippers, are you learning how to surf? But have you got a clue? Or are you a big old kook? Since there's a million ways to kook it, you should stick around and learn a few things. Because if you don't know, let me tell you right now that surfers love to spot a kook. But don't get all stressed about it, because everyone kooks it once in a while. And that's the reason we start a kook cast. Because the more you know, the less you'll kook it. <laughs> so bust out your swimmies and get ready to learn. KookCast is here to lead you on your journey out of kookdom, one episode at a time. And hopefully, offer you some traction on this slippery slope between kookery and killing it. I'm your host, Coach Chris, and I started the surf coaching and education resource, thesurfcontinuum.com. Well, this week on the show, I've got Shay O'Brien in the hot seat. You! This guy is the man. He discovered a world-class wave in northern Nicaragua, and then he built a business there right in front of it called Chancletas with his wife Loretta. And, well, it's pretty simple. They give you a sweet little place to sleep, delicious food to eat every day, and the only thing that's on you is to wake up and go score. And even that's not hard. All you got to do is walk five minutes to the beach. <laughs> so anyway, I, I asked Shay to sit down and record with me, and I was expecting just, you know, a couple questions and discussion on the wave itself and the business he built. But actually, I got a much deeper look into the heart and soul of Shay and what it took to build this business. So let me not waste any more time and, and let Shay speak for himself. Let's get right into it. Yeah, well, um, I started surfing in Miami Beach, uh, South Beach to be specific. Mm. And if you're, if you're from Miami, you, like Miami is a pretty uh, unique surf scene in a sense because you think of this huge city like, and you say, for example, in San Diego, you have this huge city, you have North County, you have San Diego, and there's like thousands of surf breaks. Mm -hmm. And there's all these guys that just surf behind their house or they surf this spot. Where Miami, as big as a city as it is, everyone's really kind of broken down into two jetties. So you have this whole city population. And when I grew up anyway, it was like you either surfed South Beach or you surfed North Miami Beach, which was Hallover Inlet. and. Um, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of like, um, you know, it's just a straight little sandbar. So the jetties helped the waves and that's where, that's where people went. And um, so we, um, the way we grew up was <clears throat> a lot of excitement and not a lot of waves. So it was very social, <laughs> a lot of, a lot of um, Latins, a lot of Cubans. So we had like amazing camaraderie because we were kind of unique. We didn't have a lot of waves. We had great camaraderie. We had a lot of friendships. We're all bonding from surfing, and we were bonded that that like we were doing something that was unique in Miami because like Miami's not a surf town. To this day, you'd be like, "You're not a surfer. You're from Miami." But, but we love surfing as much as anyone else in the world. Mm -hmm. We just didn't have the waves. And, uh, yeah, that was, reminds me a lot of actually being a New Yorker. You know, growing yeah. up was like, "Oh, you don't." surf you're not you don't have waves like new york yeah. it's not even on the map you know yeah so it like almost surprised people to hear like you surf and you're from new york but yeah. what's fascinating about what you're saying and i had never realized is like a whole entire city you know and anybody that wants to surf in that population had to go to like one place is that am i understanding that right it, it was you didn't have to but that's just 
that's just where everybody went. And, and the, the crazy thing was, so let's say you're from, let's say you're a South Beach guy. So basically if you drew a line and divided Miami in half, like half of the people from that city would go to South Beach. So what would happen is you're out there and you'd start meeting people your age, you're 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, and, and all the other surfers out there. You, so by the time we got to high school and getting out of high school, we had friends from like 10 different high schools. We'd all like, we were all friends. So it wasn't where like if you grew up, um, let's say in, in San Diego, you probably just, you know, rode your bike down the street to your <clears throat> local little beach break or reef break and it was real iry and mellow and you just kind of saw your neighbor guys mm-hmm. and it was real more like a calm situation but we we had like just so many people from all around the city would go to the same beach so like where your friend your friends in high school the civilians that didn't surf they only knew people from our high school but by the time i was in high school like i had friends all over miami because from surfing wow. so i would get yeah, invited yeah. to parties to like kendall <laughs> i could be in i could be in miami springs i could be in miami beach i could be in coconut grove and like and then when we started going out to the nightlife thing it was like it was like it was crazy cuz we just all knew each other and and, and cuz we had this bond from from surfing the same little area and like I said, it was kind of like, we had, we spent a lot of time like in the parking lot talking and a lot of time just being, being little punks and having fun, but, but it was good, it was good, you know? I mean, it was like, I wouldn't have it any other way. Like I'm proud of how I grew up and I'm proud of where I'm from. And then, uh, I mean, uh, I love seeing that, that my daughter can surf every single day. You know, when we were, when we were young, we would sit and I just remember being like in high school and you just look at the, out the window and you just see the trees like bending over. The winds were so hard onshore that you were like, wow, it's good. it could be like chest to shoulder high today. And like you're so psyched. Like, that's, and like, I love that you said that. Yeah, because that's so this, psyched. It, that, was it be must a, be an East Coaster thing, you know, yeah. like we get so little waves that when we see onshore wind, we're excited because we know at least there's something. gonna be something. There's gonna, there's be, gonna something, be something. You know, yeah. it ain't gonna be pretty, yeah. but you can ride it. And yeah, and, but I think I, you know, I really get that that and, vibe from you. Of, of, you know, that appreciation. Yeah. You know, and you know, the part of it is that at that time in my life, that was enough. Also, like I, we always wanted more, but it's not until like you start getting on planes and traveling around or getting a little older, or getting a little better at surfing that you're like. Okay, but like, you know, when you're first starting, those first two, three years, that was, that's, you didn't need anything more. You had your friends, you had your camaraderie, you had your warm water, white sand beach, and it was waist high on shore, and you had a blast. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then, life's uh, still good. Yeah, life was great. Like, there wasn't, and it was, it's the guys that, that have never left Miami that I, I always, like, I never... When I talk to my friends from home, like, I never go, oh, it's been pumping, or like, like, I don't bring it up unless they ask, because mm-hmm. it's like, you know, it's like don't, you, you know, and you don't want to yeah, spoil like, their. Yeah, like I don't want to. I don't want to kill life. their. I don't want to kill their buzz. Like mm-hmm. it's like if you're like, if you don't have a girlfriend and your friend's a gigolo, you know, you really want to hear about all the chicks you're sleeping with. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, you know what I mean. It's like you're like, dude, I, you're okay, great, you get to surf the boom every day, and we're still here in Miami. So like, you know, I'm, I know how they feel. Like they're just like, they want to surf so bad. It's like they're, they love it. 
as much as anyone, and, and I know how much they want there to be waves, and there's just it's it's hard to get satisfied there as you as you grow older. But it is a great it is a good uh, airport. It's a great place to jump on an airplane. Right, right. It's a good it, jumping point to yeah. like other places. Yeah. Do, do your buddies come visit you here and stuff like that? They do, but like not as much as the old days when 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 we opened Chuncletas. It basically was like a little Miami Beach, because, um, well, we just stumbled upon the area. When we stumbled upon the area, it was basically just friends of mine from home mm. that I was with. And then when we started coming back every year, there'd be a little buzz at the beach, and it would be like you'd tell a couple of the boys, like, hey, we're going to creep back to Nicaragua, and there's this beach break, and we're going to go there. And um, so it was, uh, it was just quiet. It was mellow. It wasn't like we were being all secretive. We were just like keeping it. We were just, we were just talking amongst ourselves. And we're, we're going to go with the, you're going to go with your, your best friends. It mm -hmm. was not like we were trying to be on early and secretive. We were just going with our good friends on it. And yeah, just following just, like an instinct in your yeah, heart. We were just going. And then the next year it'd be like, no way, I heard you guys have been going to this beach break. It's like really good. And it's in Central America. And like, yeah, cool. You want to come too? So when we first opened our place, um, we opened for four months in 2003. That was our first like year opening. And that year, I think the entire, it was summer. The whole summer, every single person was from was from Miami Beach, <laughs> and we it was five dollars for a bed. Um, we shared food. We all bought food and cooked together, and we just hung out and surfed. And it was like, it wasn't. It really didn't have any business aspect to it. It just had like a a desire. It had like a it just had an aspect of like let's, let's live this. You know. Let's just let's all li pitch in and, and live the yeah, dream. Yeah, let's live this. Like let's yeah. let's have fun. Like, like we're all we're all like we all want to get some waves and now and we're getting waves and we're and we're stoked. And then um, we had a early connection with uh, some guys from San Francisco that were part of the the early years. And uh, so we had uh, after the Miami guys, there was definitely like a NorCal, like a San Francisco beach area would have been like the next kind of like group of people come in and then it just went word of mouth we, we we stayed word of mouth up until i mean we we held out for as long as we could yeah i actually want to hear about that because yeah. that's that's an amazing aspect of the story so you find this epic place like you realize and we're gonna have to talk about that too like you know stumbling upon this real I mean I have so many questions there never mind I want to skip to this part where it's like okay this is a good place what's like there must have been like a conflict in your heart like do I tell everybody in the world about it no I want to keep it a secret like the surfer code is kind of like don't tell anybody yeah but then of course everybody else tells everybody so you're like sitting here yeah can you tell me about that because I'm sure you know what yeah I'm talking that, about. that was a, that was uh that's uh probably one of the biggest topics that uh that 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 could come up in in this situation like and um you know i remember uh people would say like they would say well if i don't 
what do I say? If, if I don't do it, someone else will. It's very, you know, it's sensitive. It's, mm-hmm. it's a sensitive topic. And, it's, uh, and uh, I'm sure every generation deals with change, and, and it's very sensitive. But, um, but, you know. But originally, you were, like, not marketing this. No, no, no. We definitely, like, like you know, put it this way. Like, what, the first time when we got our first logo, I told the guy, I go, okay, look, no matter what you do, just don't put a wave in it. <laughs> I get, and then the guy, our first logo had a had a volcano and a palm tree. Mm-hmm. The most symbolic to the beach lifestyle was like coconut tree. I was like, I don't want right. to wave in it. And, um, and it was all word of mouth. It, it was, was all just word like of mouth. Your friends. So, like you said, your first year was like all your friends just pitching in together to like yeah, basically just make it so everybody could be here and contribute and then go right. Home. And you, there was really like back then it was like really easy to see a direct link why every single person was here, mm-hmm. like. My older brother Lance, who's um, more involved in the surf industry and the music and the party, you know, um, nightlife scene, he would go to the surf expo all the time, and he he ran into like Mark Wooster, who's a surfboard shaper, and uh, some other guys from New Smyrna Beach, and and he just told them very word of mouth like, hey yeah boys go down and see my brother Shay, and then so they came down and all of a sudden you have two guys that are like friends of my brother that came down from New Smyrna Beach. And then after that, they scored. They went back, and what we used to tell everybody is like, "Dude, just go back and tell your best friends and come back with them." That's what mm-hmm. we said. Like, That's it. Just yeah, come back yeah. with your best friends. Yeah. That's what we'd say every year. Only like, good yeah, people. Yeah, like just yeah, cruise. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming here. We're obviously trying to make a living, but like just come back and bring your best friends. Mm-hmm. And then those guys would go back to like the, they were like you know born and raised New Smyrnians, like like you know the guys who were you know really the core, the core audience from those from that beach. And then they came back with a couple people, and then, and then you could actually just because of a link with one person, you'd, you'd have these little regional people that would come because it was all word of mouth. Like I have a friend who's from Chile, grew up in Miami, went to high school in Miami, and then moved to California. George Salas. So, mm-hmm. so he's a photographer, great guy, great friend from childhood. We grew up surfing in Miami Beach together, and like so, George would come, and then he goes back to. Uh, Data Point or San Clemente, and then like you would have like this whole direct link of people that were friends with him that would right. come because it was all word of mouth. It was all connected to the it web. Was, it was all connected through friends. Yeah. It was everyone yeah. who came was connected and really, through friends. It, it seems to be still that way in a way. Sorry to. It 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 is, but like we like. There there comes a time when, if you're not going with the times you're almost going against the times mm. and then that can be a conflict in your local community because where we live is a tourist town now obviously it wasn't then mm-hmm. but there's a strong local economy here on tourism and you're not going to explain to a neighbor like hey man we got to like keep it quiet because you know we're trying to surf some waves alone and we don't want to blow it up too much you're like look people are trying to eat feed their feed their kids they're trying to put like, you know, the basics of life they're trying to accomplish are just eating, right. eating, surviving, hoping their kid can go to high school. Right. Like the simplest, most basic things locals need. So like... You can help bring that, help them right. earn that. So, But like there's, there's, that, there's that time when you're like, okay, we're surfing, we're cruising, we're like, we're living the dream. We're, we're like, this is what, you know, we're kind of like keeping it real or whatever. We're just vibing and like growing slowly, organically. However to say it, that sounded stupid, but however you're going to say it. And then, and then it gets to a point where, like, as the, 
the rest of the community starts now another place opens up and there's like a restaurant now and like the locals are starting to get jobs as like waiters and ding repair guys and 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 you know fishing captains and the it's like at some point if you're if you if you stay gnarly too long eventually your whole your own community is going to be like well why are you being that way yeah why are you holding out and, on and us? they they won't they won't understand the the surfing cultural part they'll just look at it like like they'll see it selfishly they'll see it selfishly because they'll say like oh well regardless of how many guests i had or not that month they'd be like oh you're over there making a living and like but but you're taught and they people translated as that that you want it all to yourself right and right. And, and, that, and that you're greedy and that you have the guest and they mm-hmm. don't but like they don't see that you could have pumped it way harder and really capitalized on it they see that you're making a living so you know, i understand the local perspective and totally. and, and, and i'm uh, i'm i agree with them and, and i know that what happens it gets to a point there's a breaking point where the local perspective has to be what matters because mm-hmm. it can't just be like a surfer's dream forever it has to at some point it has to be that was a time and it was it was amazing and then it the 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 a town blossoms and the town grows and now you know the 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 boom is a wave that people know from around the world and um and and, and everyone who comes to this place whether you stay with us or any place around here it's all helping local economy and we all know how poor Nicaragua is like it's no secret it's people here the basic things in life is, is that they still they, they you know yeah you know well, it's it's, it's just we a, need that here it's a really cool concept like now that I think about it it's like what you did is like plant a seed in a barren land you know like it was very tough to like grow something here to, to grow economy yeah. And so you brought, like, you saw potential, like, you saw fertile land, an epic tubing wave, and you knew that surfers would want to come here. Yeah. And and you got that time, that era where it was, like, a secret and, and special and only a few yeah. knew it, but then recognized that actually the economy, the entire local economy can benefit from this. Right. So let's... Which, I, I love that. Yeah, That's you have you a, have to let go at some point and be like, okay, now it's time. Now let me I, share it now. Now it needs to be shared. It needs to be it needs to be celebrated. Mm. It, it's like if uh, if if what if if Orlando survives off Disney World, you know, eighty percent of the you know our little town of Cerradores is you know needs to celebrate tourism and let, make a living off it. They're all they're all deserving. They're from they're born here. I came here they're born here and, and everyone needs to like and uh, it, it's it, it's a good thing it's it's a great thing and uh and you know the kids people in our in our little fishing village um you know there's there's more of a there's a lot more hope now here there's you know when we first started like you would do payroll and cash and you'd tell people to like sign their name and people would like literally write an x like in the old cowboy western movies <laughs> like they didn't even know how to spell their name. Like, you know, there was like, if someone made it to the sixth grade, it was like, like, and wow. it was just out of like poverty and struggle. And like, you know, you're like at, at eight years old, you got to go like fish or you got to go. Yeah. And, you know, it's a, it's a rough country, man. And they're doing better, you know, and, um, it, you know, people here, people here, like, you know, to see people here doing better is amazing. Like to see young mm-hmm. kids now, like they're graduating high school, they have a motorcycle, they have a phone, 
and they, they have friends from all around the world and they're going to college in Lyon or they're going to college in Managua and you're like, this is amazing. Like, mm -hmm. it's, it's like, you know. Your, your wife said a really special thing the other night. She said like, I think she was doing work and she must have been having a great time because like the whole crew is here. Yeah. We're shooting pool, we're yeah. making up games in the pool, like the, the swimming pool and, uh, and she's in on all of it. But at one point she had to work, you know, and she's sitting there and kind of like, oh, I'm doing this and doing this. And, you know, she wanted to play, obviously, like we're yeah. having a great time. But she was like, you know what? I do this because I want them to have the work, like referring yeah. to the staff. She's yeah. like, I want to I make sure that they yeah. have work. They have, like, people coming in and they have things to yeah. do. And, and I thought that was, like, again, reflect, uh, like, just confirming Well, you know, your, the, your the goal, if, 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 the goal is to, like, do good and, and everyone around you does better as well you know mm. it's not like uh, you know you know the the you, a rising you, tide raises all ships and and, and and especially in a in a, a close-knit way we I think I I agree with that statement hundred percent as a community but as a as a small business I also look at like my immediate staff and look at them like really closely like if as I grow and I make more money and anything that's good for me, I want like these 15 people that have been loyal to me for 10, 12, 15, like so many years, I really want them to feel the direct effect of me being more successful. Those are the first ones that mm. I want to be lifting the tide with. Right. And then obviously that spills off into like, as a community sense, yes, I want the tide to lift everybody around. Of course, but it but does, there's a trickle down effect. It, 100%. You know? But you know, it's not as direct as your, your people right here that right, work for you, no. but it does create stimulation it, no, to yeah, the economy. Yeah, definitely. But dude, cheers to that. That's such a yeah. beautiful sentiment. Um, I love that. Yeah, it's, it's. I mean, you know, we spent a lot of time with, uh, it's a small town. We spent a lot of time with the people that work for us and uh, you know, Okay, how about this? Tell me about the wave itself. Like, what? This is this is a pretty special wave. You know what I feel like? I feel like the boom is kind of like a. Uh, it's it's the version of the all of our beach breaks that everybody has around the world mm -hmm. on its best day. Man, there's there's a lot of a lot to think about there, but. Mm. Um, you know, I like how it breaks. Uh, most of the time, it's breaking close to the shore. And, um, but it's not shore break, but yet it's close to shore. You're, you're not going to like an outer bar, so it's kind of cool. A mm -hmm. lot, you know, you don't have to paddle too much. And, you know, in a small wave season, you can surf without a leash a lot if that's what you like. And then as you go up the beach 200 yards, like close, like where our beach access is, it can hold a little bit more size and come in as more like like longer ocean lines mm -hmm. where you could actually on bigger days you could actually ride like more like a mainland mex board even though people don't do that that often but so you have these like close to shore wedgie kick off behind it and with your like your classic short board or you know surfers and they're just like lock and loaded and then you have these other peaks which is the same exact beach just a couple hundred yards away where you can come in more like these little bit longer lines in these like corners and uh, it breaks a tiny bit further out so um and uh man I, I i definitely like get asked a lot like what direction it likes better and honestly for me it's every direction is good uh 
you know, as you might as a surfer go, I love when that cl the classic left is kind of the one you always see in the pictures with the, you know, it just fo it photographs really well, mm -hmm, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and then, but then like sometimes the rights down near that left, they're like kind of closer to shore and they're like rounder and you almost, they, they're, they're like, they're a little bit more intense. Mm -hmm. And then as you move up the beach, you have like the A-frames and you have the kind of more longer stretched out ones that, that are really good too. And it's also, like I've been surfing there a lot more lately because there's like, as there's more people around, you can just go up a little and get those longer stretched out ones that are like still amazing. And uh, you're surfing them, you're just sharing them with like one or two people. And then as the, and then as a, a person who lives here and a hotel guy, uh, a, a, you know, a people that, person that, um, you know, host people, and then you'll know, be like, oh, it's really slow around town this week, and then I can I can be down at the main peak where it's like maybe probably a little bit better on the normal day, and you can be down there with like you know by yourself or with two or three locals or with your with my daughter, and then so there's there's uh, even though it's maybe about I'd say the it's a long beach about two miles long, but there's probably about 500 yards where it's like the boom. And then in that 500 yards, there's probably like, like a 300 yard area that's really like, if you've been here a lot, you kind of know like that little stretch is where like the magic happens. Mm. But you can be creative and move around a little bit and find some space for sure yeah. when you need to. You know, that's such a that's a good theme <laughs> that I always like to touch upon. Yeah. You know, because Kookcast is all about like speaking <laughs> to beginners. Actually, yeah. you know, this is okay. really like aimed at. I mean, everybody. You know. Yeah in a holistic way but if there's a narrow focus it's the beginners so that's a theme i always like to remind people of is like you don't have to go where the crowd is and the wave is no. the best you can go to the second place wave or the third even tier and yeah. be alone and you know we did this episode one time the worst condition in surfing it's not the onshore wind it's not the low tide it's, it's a crowd it's the crowd yeah and like that can be the factor that totally ruins right. your session or makes it so that you just yeah. can't get in rhythm and if you're by yourself and just getting these like, okay, yeah. B-class waves compared with the one down the beach that's A-class, it's still better than not getting the A-class wave but being in, in range of it, you know what I mean? Like, there's there's that extra factor that I just really love you touched upon. Well, there's also that it's not just the, it's, it's not the crowd, it's how the crowd acts. Because mm. you could have, you're surfing with 20 guys the last three days and you're, everyone's just vibing and sharing and there's a mm. rotation and then you have that like one person who comes out is just like a little bit overhyped and maybe they got a camera i don't know what what they're up to but they're just like they mm. have this like entitlement whatever it, they could just be so so excited to see a good wave and like right and they don't know how to control themselves <laughs> and and they can just but they can just throw off the whole lineup because yes, you know right. if somebody okay. breaks the etiquette the next guy's like well if you're gonna paddle around me I'm gonna paddle around you and you, like right. one person can just it like, just change, breaks it all down change take change the whole vibe yep and yep. like I see yep. that happen a lot like mm -hmm. I go out to the same spot you know you know most days and and you can definitely feel uh, when when certain people change the the, the feeling in the water and um, you know and like when you the one thing about what i've learned though is again like that i've went from like let's look for waves and let's find uncrowded waves and that's my desire let's start this humble business and this is amazing and it was all me and my family and friends and word of mouth to like crossed over to like this is a 
a small fishing village where I've grown to love all the local people and it's bigger it's they're bigger than that's bigger than Chancletas and Shea getting a barrel or any of us getting tube like the cook's child eating and getting a backpack is bigger than our surfing habit right mm. obviously so you know that's something that's allowed me to like look past that overly aggressive guy in the water and not let it bother me and and also those guys typically they're they're gonna leave in a week so if he's really bothering you you can go down the beach or he can be like he's gonna be gone that that one annoying person's gone in a week anyway and, and then you and like what the locals always say they're like I live here I don't you know I'm, I'm, I can miss a good day I'm not on vacation, you know, like... Well, that was... brings up a good point, though, you know, like... <laughs> yeah. do, is it right to let that... Per- like, I guess it comes down to who you are as a person. Yeah. But is it right to let that guy just run it for a week and do, you know, and go off his... Off the chart, like, and, and catch... And, and, and everybody just stands aside and like, okay, I don't want to say... Well, it's, it's... Or, or does somebody have to step up and regulate and be like, yo, dude, like, no, get in line. Well, it's, it's weird, like... You know, if you're when you're an expat, you're going to be judged quick. Like people are just going to say people don't know you, and they're, they're here for a week, and they might just like, uh, what's the saying? Like, uh, like, like the smart person would just like stop, don't make an opinion, let some time go by, hmm. and then anal- analyze, and then make it a judgment opinion. It like, but that's just not how the world is. Sometimes people will just come to town and they just like want to make opinion really quick. Mm. So like, if you're, uh, you know, an expat person, these people and they don't know who you are. They're not staying at Chancletas. They're, this is a very famous beach. People could be staying anywhere. Mm-hmm. And if, let's just say, I was in the water and I said, "Hey man, you know, you're paddling around all the local kids and you just like just hustled away from my daughter and like." You know, around here we don't act that way. Like we share waves. That's the culture here. We're all cool and like like. And but my name's Shay. It's nice to meet you. Like let's just all share and have a good session. Like, that person might not take that well from me. Right. And just he might judge you he might just cover. he might just judge me because I'm a foreigner, and like, and like he doesn't he doesn't know how long I've been here and how long what what the efforts he doesn't know what what my family went through to like accomplish this and the sacrifices that like we stayed humble and didn't promote in order to keep the surfing culture like like in order a lot of people got a lot of empty waves for a lot longer of a period of time like like you could say like let's say what happened with Puerto Sandino Puerto Sandino went from empty to like six for surf camps in, in like a year mm-hmm. that era, area of Miramar and for good reason they have great waves there and it's not to say anything bad about any of the surf camp owners, um, but the guys that were there, they just, they just, they just instantly went straight for like success, and they went straight for um, like marketing, you know. And here we got to kind of slow play that for a very, right. very long time, right. and it eventually got to the point where the same thing kind of is happening here. So you have to adjust, and you need to market, and you need to, you need to. Um, yeah, you know, fine. you have to you have to move with the times. You, you got to mm-hmm. swim with the current. You can't you can't uh, you can't swim against the current forever. Yeah. So. 
so they, you know, that's that's where we're at. Yeah, yeah, a, no, it, I get good, that. It's a good. Thing. That's a really, that's a really well calculated approach from your perspective. You know, to like recognizing who you are, where you are, what it looks like, and then the temperament you should have to make your life as pleasant it can be. Yeah, you have. You basically, yeah, that guy might only be here for a week, but then there's going to be another guy here only for a week. Right. So what are you going to do? Spend your whole year like telling yeah. people like. And trying to regulate the lineup, there, there's a. It's I'm not sure gonna, there's a guy out there with that attitude. Well, it's not. But gonna, obviously, it's not, gonna, it's not you. It's not going to come off well. And and I had, I've done that. I did that. Uh, I had a year or two or three where I was kind of like trying to like, kind of like you know it was those transition years. Like, you know, one thing that about me and my family is that like, I mean, we started surfing here in maybe like '99, maybe, and now it's like 2000. It's like what 21, 22 almost. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of years there, so like, so like, just like I'm allowed to grow as a person, right? We all are. Like, you know, you're not the same way in high school as you were in college. You're not the same way in college when you first, you know, in, in your late 20s, and when you're 40, you're different. Like, we all evolve as people. We evolve as surfers. Small small surf towns evolve as communities, and there's growing pains. And like, there was times when there was some growing pains here and I actually did say things to some people and and there were some uncomfortable moments and I'm sure there's people that left here going that guy's a jerk mm -hmm. and then but they didn't they didn't they didn't care who named the boom they didn't care how long it had been here because they're on a trip and all they saw was this like white guy and he's like all the locals are nice and only of course the only person who was dick was that guy <laughs> you're like all right you know but they, like you know you know like when you're when you live in hundred yards from that wave and it's like the focus it's like part of your life and you know I mean maybe I was a little bit out of bounds sometimes for certain people but like you know I mean I think people that really know me is like I, I mean I sacrificed my whole life I like moved in the middle of nowhere and back then like we didn't have internet we didn't have electricity we didn't have water like I mean, we, we, we did everything brick by brick we, we didn't rent a house we didn't we didn't like have Instagram you know like we, we like live this, you know, and, and it, it doesn't mean I'm better than anyone, but it's like, you know, I think anyone could imagine what it's like to like, to go through the grind and be mellow. And then all of a sudden things get like, really like the internet changed the world, you know? And, yeah. and then you, so I, I had, honestly, I had a couple of years where I was transitioning in that, and, and mm -hmm. it was there was some there were some hard times in there for me, like transitioning in to like how do I move forward with this? Do I sell the place and move on? Like oh this area is not the same anymore, or do do you do you keep? What do you do? Yeah. You know. So mm -hmm. now I've decided to just you know what, um, swim with the current. Let everybody know that chunk ledges exist. We're here. We're re we're right in front of the wave. And, you know, whether that means anything to you or not, because, you know, but we have been here the longest and we are the people who named the wave and discovered the wave and the one who taught every local kid around here to surf and gave them all boards. Well, I mean, we're the ones that like you go to any other surf camp around here and their whole staff, pretty much all the local guys that work at their places all learn to surf with us. Mm -hmm. And which wow. doesn't mean like doesn't mean I'm better than anyone, but like. We, you know, we, we no, just, I, we just been here longer yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and like anyone, anyone is a good guy. Like if you opened up a surf camp and there was a bunch of teenage boys around and you're like, yeah, man, here's a board, go surf. Yeah. You can walk through my property here, take a shower. Here's here. Let's, oh, let's go down and check out this wave Porto Sandino. It's pumping. 
and take them to their first point break experience and and you're just doing all that out of out of love and fun and surfing and then but then when the area expands and gets bigger you know all those those 10 young men that learned to surf or were hanging out at Chancletas and hang out with me and my family they all became a, like a local commodity so every person that came here just grabbed one or two Wanted of them. them. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. grabbed one or two of them and said, "You're our guide." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You speak English. You fix boards. You like, you know, and they, which is great. Like, I'm super happy that all, all those, you know, surfing as is a, as a platform has done so much for for all the all the boys, all the groms that are now a lot of them are grown men, and now there's a whole another generation that's going through it. But there was a, there was a transition there. Like again, mm -hmm. I mean, again, yeah. Again, it's like you know. It must have been hard to be the one who nurtured and put all of you into it, you yeah. know, an investment, and then to see it kind of go to other people's benefits. Right. But I wanna. I just but at the same time, are you are you happy for the kid? Yes, but yes. But it really yeah. and a lot of the time, what it has to do with is like. And I don't know if you're gonna put this on the podcast. If this sounds like grumpy, negative, because I know this is a positive thing. But listen. If somebody moves here and they show me a lot of respect, they show me a lot of love, and they open up a business and they're very cordial, they're thoughtful, and then a couple of the boys are working with them, it's like, it's not that big a deal. You're like, well, there's a guy named Garrett who just moved here from Hawaii, opened up a place. He's a very thoughtful guy. He's an old school surfer, he's a great guy. A couple of the boys go work with him, great. He's cool, he's nice, he's getting waves. They're all, they're, all, they're all part of this economy and we're all growing together. But if you come here and you just like could give two shits about who I am, you don't even surf, you don't care about anything, this is all just a big money grab for you, you have no respect, you have no anything, and then you just, and then all of a sudden like two of the, two or three of the, the groms that like you used to hang with, and you're like, oh, those are my little groms, and now they work for you. It's, it's, it was, it's, there's some there's some hard times in those moments. I don't know if people can imagine that. Like I, I'm sure they can. They I don't know that. I mean, so it, human. it's a 20 year process. It's not like it's, it just didn't happen overnight. Like I mean, yeah. some of these kids I knew when they were like three, and now they're like 20 something. And it's like, I'm sorry if I'm not perfect, but it it it, it, it can hurt you a little bit mm. to see that, you know. And and uh, but like I said, if if the person that they work for is, is is a genuine dude even if they're like your competition it doesn't matter what matters is if they they just be like hey man how you doing mm -hmm. like hey I heard you're Shay and, you, and you, you you've been here a long time and I'm the new neighbor and I want to say hi and I, I want to be cordial but if they just and, and, that, and, that, and that's it but then also again when you're an expat do you even have a right to have an opinion do you have a right or you just always have to be like this quiet, humble, like yeah. person that has to just stick Jay, their head in the are, sand? You're such a... I, I, are you allowed to have an opinion? I love the way you think and the way you're so holistic and third perspective. You know, you're not just like so egocentric that you only see it from your view. Like you step outside and you look at the situation from outside. Okay, like you, put you know, it, let, let's say you're at like Huntington Beach, right, on a, near a pier and... I'm, I'm from Miami, I have no idea what I'm talking about. Let's just say Noe Badrell and Chuy Rena and Mike Lambrisi, and there's all these like legends out there. And like there's all these generations that come up and it's like those guys have been there forever and you better respect those guys. If you're anybody, you should respect them. And if you're not, you're a kook for not respecting them because they deserve it, right? But here it's like you'll be out surfing 
and there'll be like a local kid who's been surfing six months and you'll see foreigners will give him more respect than they're giving you and you've been here for 20 years and you and you and you gave that little kid his board but they're like paddle right up because of what the way i see it it's like if you're a good guy if you're like if you're good vibes and you're buena onda and you're like hey what's up hola como estas bienvenidos if that's who you are then you should be that way with everyone you shouldn't just be that with the local guys because if you're that way with just with them does that mean because you want to be down you want to be cool with them so you can be part of like because if you're really a good like so for me like when i paddle in the ocean like i want to be i want to say hi to everybody like anyone who wants to like say good morning where are you from and chat like i think you give everyone the same courtesy of saying good morning and whether they're local or not local because that's really if that's what you are if you're a host and you're a and you're a, a welcoming person to a to a tourist community to a small town then you should be that way with everyone not mm-hmm. just because they're staying at your hotel not just because they're a local and then you can be down and you can get waves because you're down with the boys mm-hmm. you should be that way with everyone you should be that way with a beginner you should be that way with you know, an Aussie guy that's crashed, that's sleeping in a tent on the beach and he's not stimulating your economy, right. but he's yeah. a cool dude. He's a yeah. surfer. He's hardcore. Like, respect that guy, you know? Love it, Shay. <laughs> like, respect that guy. He's, he's out there, you know? You, uh, we were talking about this actually the first, uh, one of the first nights I was here and, and we were just talking about how, like, surfing has such, so many parallels and, like, life lessons in it, you know? And it teaches you to just be a better person. Yeah. You know? And there's so many opportunities to, to better yourself, not as a surfer, as a person, through surfing. Yeah, and, definitely. Uh, and you just, every time we talk, it comes through. Well, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, you know, it's amazing the things uh, that we've gotten to see. Well, we, we, we've gotten to see, we've gotten to see, like, you know, people become adults, have families, um, buy cement and blocks and tin roof and create a home. And when we met them, they lived on a dirt floor with plastic, black plastic walls and palm prong Dutch roofs. And you're like, it's amazing what someone can do with a little bit of tips that they get from us and the, and the small salary they get from us, what, how they can grow their families. And like to see, it's, it's very rewarding to see what Chancletas has done for people. And like you'll you'll have someone who's been working with you for a long time, and you know you haven't been to you haven't actually been to their house forever. And then like one day, a cook who's been working with you for twelve years is like, hey Shay, you know actually you know can you come by for this or oh I need to stop by. Come and on. you come in and you go and you're like, you're like, <laughs> you're like look what you've done. You're like yeah, and you're yeah, like yeah. super proud of that. You're like yep. you're like you used to drive down this road and like no, there wasn't even a house that had bricks. It was so and to see like I'm like wow Carmen you like look at you like like it like sometimes I think what would they say like like you don't have to, it doesn't cost money to be neat and tidy kind of and like have a little pride and like maybe plant a couple plants mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like you know you can have a humble place that looks like as amazing as anything because you keep it clean you have pride in it you're a little organized right. you got your plants in your little garden you're like look what you've done like mm-hmm. and then you've you've grinded and grinded you got some massage money and some tip money and you've, now you got a fridge you got a motorcycle and like you you know you're saving up to send your kid to like like to college and you're like this is amazing so like the fact that like I know that we've had that effect on people I've gotten to be part of that is is amazing like like that's that's 
and it, it makes me but it makes me proud of them because look what they did like because not everyone does that you know in us you let's say we make $150,000 a year and your other friend makes 30 it's you know like some of them have like discipline with their money and they're like you know I'm gonna pull myself I'm gonna I was born into hard times and I'm gonna pull my kids out of this poverty and they're like you know they're they're gonna make sure their kid sleeps on a bed and not on a piece of cardboard on the floor you know and they're gonna make sure that their kid has has lunch money to go on a bus to go to the city go to college come back it's yeah. like you got to have bus money you got to have food money to go there and back to put your kid in college and like they're, they're they're working and and they're getting to be able to do that when like let's say when they were young their parents were fishermen and they didn't even have a chance to make that make it out of elementary school mm-hmm. so the like and it's not just us it, it's really like nicaragua is tourism in nicaragua in general i mean think of from Popoyo and Rivas and like Miramar and like the whole coast, what surfing has done, right? What would it like, look at it that way, Chris, like what does surfing do for, for countries like this? Right. Like not just like take me out of it because we're I'm right, talking right, about right. me, 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 me. Right, right. Like, like what does surfing do mm. in general? What did JJ Yaman do and Lance Moss and like what did these guys do for surf for there it is for, again for Shay, the your holistic whole mind i mean you know i love it dude i mean what did they how did they uh uplift their their communities and how much and then you know i mean how many people did kids actually got an education because their parents worked for jj and which um you know speaking of kids uh talk about your girl so it wasn't it wasn't easy to get them into surfing and we never we definitely weren't like soccer i definitely wasn't soccer dad like soccer mom like pushing him into it it was mm. just kind of like it's always there and i want you to come you're always invited and it's i'm always happy because i'm doing it and you want to do it too you know like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you're kind of like like luring like you're you know you're trying to lure them in almost yeah, yeah, as yeah. Opposed without to like, trying to push yeah but so like, yeah <laughs> so and then um so yeah, like Sashi is 16 and she's very capable at the boom. Like she's definitely not like out there. Like, you know, she doesn't like it when it's, you know, bigger than three feet overhead. She likes, she likes like- She knows the, her limits. She likes, she likes what the majority of people like. What She likes what, what everybody sees in the pictures when they see the boom, like yeah, that yeah, head yeah. high, that foot overhead A-frame. That's, that's what she loves and she lives for that. Mm. And a lot of time in rainy season, the reality is, is it's, 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 you know, it's, this wave is so photogenic. You can make it look perfect every single day in a photograph. Yeah. And and there are if you're if you're a guy who's like likes to go out and like just find that one nugget, they are always out there. But there's not oh, not every day in the rainy season. Not every day in the rainy season. They're like like they're not always gimme. Sometimes there's like you gotta earn to, it. Yeah, we're gonna have to earn it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, like like a northeaster on the east coast. Like if you're surfing, you know, oh, like you're gonna have to love earn it. that, yep. right? Like yeah, you're not just yeah. gonna go out there. You're not. You don't just get the power. You don't get to get just. The, yeah, yeah, you're not just. Yeah, you're, you're gonna, gonna work. You're gonna and work. Hopefully, work. And, but, when you, but when maybe you, do, you won't even. And you might not. And and you guys surf in the wetsuits. It's a whole nother level. But but no, that's it's it's yeah. It's the same. It's the same theme. Just like you gotta work hard. You might not even get it. Yeah. But when you do, Dude, how valuable yeah, that is. How so how special it feels. So, so yeah, Leela's 13 and she just started surfing the boom really like in the last couple of months. And this, it's like when my six year old Sashi was 13, it was kind of, that's when she really started getting into surfing. 
and it all of a sudden like it clicks and then they're then they're mm -hmm. like actually like telling you daddy when are we going yes and that's starting to i'm starting to feel that way with leela a bit like so we're really hoping it's like this summer is like when she really is kind of like it's almost like you surf but then you become a surfer like and then right. you're like basically meaning like um, even if you told them not to surf, you, you couldn't stop it at that point. It's like it's right. a, it's a yeah, it's, it's, an it's an avalanche that can't be stopped. Right. Uh, yeah. And then our our nineteen year old doesn't she doesn't surf, but uh, she's she's always at the restaurant hanging out with everybody, making yeah, sure she's the a sweetheart. She making sure the vibes are good. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. She's in charge she of the good the vibes. vibes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> she's in charge of the oh, vibes. Oh, I love yeah. her. Yeah. You ever have that feeling like? You just. You just, uh, you know, Mikey and Lee and all you guys, you guys aren't like kooks, you know? You're not like, dumb. you're not dumb. You're not kooks. You're like, you have jobs, you're intelligent, you're from, you know, you know people, but yet you chose to come here for 12 years straight, which is like, like we appreciate that, you know? It's like, you could go anywhere in the world and uh, there's so many good waves in the world. There's so many amazing, I'm sure, hotels in the world, but like, you know, this is this isn't like a you know, you you know you can fool some people sometime with a bunch of like fancy little pictures and little like hype show, <laughs> yeah, 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 but yeah. like you're not gonna fool someone for twelve years that like really knows how to surf and they're and they're intelligent, totally, and, like, and they know you know they've traveled, so like to have you guys come back twelve years in a row is really like like it's not something we take for granted. Like we're that's, you know, we appreciate that, you know? Right. It's, well, it's, I mean, I can't, I can't take any of that gratitude. You know, that's all Mikey and Lee and those guys, they really got this thing going and, and I've actually known about it. I've seen kind of from afar, like yeah. that they've done this trip a bunch, but never really, the impact never really hit me of like how incredible it was until I, f I got the invite this year to join along and yeah. <sighs> Dude, the gratitude and the 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 emotion—it's—it's it's pretty overwhelming. It's—it's it's a special place, and yeah. you know what else? Like, I, it wasn't like a, a well-planned trip, at least not for me. Yeah. I, I know Mikey books it like well in advance. Yeah. but then, but, but he, I, I got on like three days yeah. ago. He books <laughs> so I'm it like, well. I don't know where I'm going. Like, he, what am I doing here? He floats the reservation in well in advance, but it's it's very like, you know, like. It's like around. a double up coming in. You don't know if it's going to be a good one or a bad one. You don't exactly know which high tide week it's landing on <laughs> or you yeah, don't know yeah. what month it's, you know, you pretty much know he's coming in November and you know he's going to pick a high tide week. But, you know, but yeah, you never know if it's going to be like five guys or it's going to be like, you know, the whole gang's coming. It's going to be 12. Um, and because, uh, you know, you guys are, you guys aren't, you know, you guys aren't in your 20s. You guys all are like, you know, grown ass men, you know, so like. You know, it's not like uh, the, it's, you guys aren't like a rat pack of 24 year olds from 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 the pier that like, all right, bro, we're going, you know, like, you, you know, you're like a modge podge. What do you have? San Francisco, Nova Scotia, L.A., New York, Rhode Island. What else you got? I mean, you guys are. I think you pretty much nailed it. Well done, are, dude. By the well, way, well, you yeah. did it better and faster than I would. Have. I was just like tripping out on how, like, you know. Well, I know the. the I, it always. It's always New York, New York, New York. But then, like, it's really not just New York. It's like New York is just kind of like where it all started, maybe. But mm. it's really, it's mm. really the, the. But you know, when I, when I met Mikey, and you know, not and this isn't a disrespect, but like he was driven in a different area like he was trying to make movies he 
Nike was like they were they were cool they were unique it was like about riding different kinds of boards and it was like I was stoked on it but when you're trying to make a movie and you're, you're trying to get footage whether you're whether it's a soulful movie or it's just like the youngest most sponsored ripper in the world no matter what you need good waves you need good footage like that's just whether you're an ivory longboarder or you're like you know the baddest kid who works for Surfs for Vulcan right now in the world. It's gotta be good. It's gotta be good waves, right? And that's just a common thing. So as much as we loved Mikey and we were thankful he was here, his first two, three years of coming here was like he had projects to accomplish, right? And it was like, and you know, that 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 stress for him, it's, it was some work involved in it. And I understood that. It was, he was very like, oh, it's gonna be good, it's gonna be good, it's gonna be good. And it was like, I hope so I hope so I hope so and then then but then it kind of mellowed out it was like oh well we're just coming anyway because we like it there I was like oh that's cool mm-hmm. and then like oh we're just coming and the same guys are coming because like they had such a good time last time and then it was like years just kept coming by and now it's just like I mean it seems the way I look at it, it's just like it's just like all the boys are like once a year we have this you guys have this great trip and you come down and you just like you love to be here and and of course, you still want to get the great waves, and like still a big part of it. But it's not like it, 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 that. That pressure of, of creating a film is no longer there, and and that that just like kind of eases everything off a little bit. I think for him and mm. for the whole the whole the whole crew. Yeah, not to mention, I mean, yeah. I'd have to ask Mikey to make sure this is true, but it sounds like they haven't not scored once. You know, <laughs> like it's like it sounds like it's pretty hard to come here and not absolutely score. It's yeah. it's. It's incredible. Yeah. So this is this is what I was thinking about, because I'm kind of like, oh, what's the word? I don't. I guess for lack of a better word, scientific about it. And I like I like the concept of okay, the swell you're dealing with, the offshore bathymetry, the local bathymetry, yeah, and the local conditions, wind, tide, etc. You know, and how the the sandbanks are formed. Yeah. And and just what I see here is just like the perfect relationship of that long interval southern hemisphere swell meeting the perfect bathymetry. Yeah. In also a location where at a certain time of year in the morning the wind's offshore. Right. You know? Yeah, it's and a, that's it's just a, like that's a beach break perfect recipe, you it know? Is. It is a and, recipe. And and like cuz I know what makes our sandbars ticket my home, you yeah. know, and it's not the same thing. Uh. Like if I see long interval swell coming, no to the beach breaks. It's very rare that you find a beach break working in long interval. I, let's not put percentages on it, but like it's definitely much rarer than here because our bathymetry is different. We have a long, long, shallow, sl- sloping shelf. Long interval like drags ass on the bottom where I'm from. You know, we need eight or nine seconds for the beach breaks to be good. Right to just like clear over the bars and like exactly and like, like not like, even touch bottom yeah, until right, it gets right. to the it's last like moment. It's like surface waves that just crack it's, on us all exactly and that's actually still just yeah. as good and great if yeah. the wind's offshore that's and how, it's a perfect um, relationship just that's like how, it is. what's the name of the, the in, in panama bluff uh-huh i think that wave is i think a lot of people travel from around the world to surf those killer little shore break barrels at bluff in panama mm-hmm. and it's all that short period stuff that's just like crashing Jacks on the shore up, like yeah. you don't see the sets coming they just pop up on mm-hmm. you you know we're here it's still pacific so you can kind of see a mark in and you're right. like you can move and be like here it comes you can kind of like 
breathe once, but uh, you know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, that short interval, like Atlantic Caribbean stuff, is like. But I just love that. But what's so special about it too is because it's such a producer. Like that relationship, that long interval with this bathymetry. Like I even noticed the local bathymetry. Like where we're sitting to set up a wave, it's like 12 feet deep, 13 yeah. feet deep. Yeah. And then where you're actually getting tubed and riding the wave, it's like two or three feet deep. Yeah. That's a pretty abrupt Yeah, there's a little shelf. There's like a little like a, a local little, little shelf. Yeah. So but, but that but that that relationship, that producer, it constantly happens. Whereas other places in the world, like they can have the same relationship, like a perfect swell with the perfect sand bank and offshore bathymetry, but it doesn't necessarily happen all the time. Whereas yeah. here it's like, oh wow, there's always that kind of swell hitting and there's yeah. always this kind well, not always, but, I but, think but this we time might, of year I, always. I think we might be, I don't know if this is accurate because I'm not French, but um, like, would, like, it's, it's like Le Gravier, gravels, right? Le Gravier in France, like Hossiger, mm-hmm. Hossiger. Yeah, Hossiger is, is the entire. But like, if you notice at Hossiger, like, like you see on bigger swells, there's like outer banks, mm-hmm. like where you know, like if you're like if you're going to like Pasquales or you're going to Blacks, where Canyon sets at San Diego, you're going to Puerto Escondido, like it's deep water, and it just like like leaps onto like shallow water. Right. We're like here, we have all these outer sandbars, and they're and they're like the the deep water fishing. Like if you're going to go out to catch sailfish at Marlin here, you're going to go 40 miles out. Oh wow! So it's like we're like you know you, you were like in in Puerto Escondido like they would be like trolling right outside the lineup catching right. like right. like game fish. You but know? again, it's it's just the perf- perfect bathymetry for what you're dealing yeah. with. Like maybe those out- offshore sandbanks are great I because they muffle I, the swell I, like I th- all I, the energy. You know what I think sometimes happens is like when the sand is really good on the outer bar, it's like it's almost just as important for the. Okay, so there's a sand deposit. If, if 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 you haven't been to the boom, the way it is, there's there's like a natural estuary mouth here. And instead of the sand spitting out on like let's say the south side or the north side of like a harbor, like if you're on the east coast or the west coast, and you have a, a river and the sand spits out on each side, and you always have those like outer sloughs, let's mm-hmm. say. Well, here this we have an estuary mouth, but there's a rocky headland on one side, so all the current goes one direction out of the inlet as opposed to where I think most inlets the, the water goes in every direction straight out and right, then on right. both sides I guess depending upon the tide so our inlet our inlet all the water comes out sideways and goes right in front of our beach at like almost not quite parallel but almost parallel so all that sand that's coming out of the inlet is just constantly being deposited right in front of us so my guess is that it takes these little waves and it goes through that and it kind of like lifts it mm-hmm. and wedges it and make it like takes a small wave and makes it better. Yeah, I, I mean it like, absolutely because like, like like when they're saying oh it's it's two to three at Colorado's and then it's like three to four here right. and it's true. Yeah. And but then you know it's crazy when there's a big swell here you don't see the size because it's breaking way on this outer bank mm-hmm. and let's say it's going to be like ten to twelve foot outer outer reef Papoyo and it's like you know like solid like it's heavy and those guys are doing their thing down there and like here you're just looking at white water way on the outside you're mm-hmm. not surfing the boom so it's almost like there's like this there's like this moment when it like it's not too big and it's not like just getting knocked down on the outside it's like coming in at this medium size 
and the banks are there and it's like lifting it. Yeah. And it's like kind of almost like, it's almost like stacking it. And then it's going through that deep hole that you mentioned about, because mm -hmm. it gets deep right before it breaks. And then it just kind of lurches and right. you're like, whoa, that was insane. Almost like a reef, you know? Yeah. I mean, like it's the same as what pipe does, you know, like, but just pipe is a reef. So it's yeah. always there. Maybe not the swell's always there, but the, the bathymetry is uh. always there. And I guess it's the dynamic of sand covering it or not, but like that shelf, like that shallow tripping point, you yeah. know, that lurches the wave out. Yeah, you gotta see, you gotta see when there's like a certain sandbar and like a hard south, that 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 outer like foam or rolling thing that happens here. Like mm -hmm. when you, cause you brought up pipeline and it's like, you know, obviously we're like, you know, I don't want to sound like a coot. We're all, Pipeline is the mothership and we're all just not worthy, right? But like, it's what we all compare waves to, right? Yeah. So like, obviously this is never going to be Pipeline, but. Jeez, I don't know, by the way, you don't sound like a coot to compare because we were looking at clips today and I was like, yeah. that looks like Pipeline. But so, but we have this thing where like, you know, that, that wave that like, uh, you know, that Mark Healy sits way outside for and like waits mm -hmm. for that second thing, reefer, and, then yeah. he, and then he does, they, they do what they do. Those North Shore guys, they got it all, you know, they, they got it all figured out and then they're like waiting for it and then it stacks and they get this like, and they're in this cave and it spits. We kind of have, we have that here on certain days of the year. It's not always going to happen, but on South, on a certain, on the right sandbar, you, um, my friends used to call them uh, starter kits. Like, see, so like, you get this, like, like kind of feathery drop, yeah. and as you're dropping in, it's stacking, and then you're, like, delaying your bottom, and you're coming off the bottom, you're like, is this really happening? Like, that was so easy, and then you're, like, all of a sudden, you're just standing in this thing, and, and, it, and it'll, it'll, it'll spit. It'll, right, it'll, right, right. It'll, like, you're, like, whoa. That was, I, I can that was totally it. see the potential. Like, yeah. yeah, it didn't do it proper, but I saw, like, the roll-in potential where it was, like, oh, my God, yeah. you could almost connect it yeah. on that second bar, yeah. kind of roll in, have a casual easy little straight line ride and then take your time and really set up your inside yeah. sandbar you know yeah line. those 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 are cool those are those days i like those days because i feel really comfortable in the barrel once i get there but as i get older like just the drops as you get older the drops just get harder and harder and harder like in drawing like good lines get harder as you get older but like once you've been in the tube before because you grew up you know you've been surfing forever but like that's all instinct but but you're right exactly you're like okay i'm in the tube right i've been here before but like it's like as you get older it's like harder to like set that knife in and get in it and like and you're like oh you know what do you think that is like is it the flexibility or is it the speed or like what do you feel like if you could just have one wish you know what would you I, wish for, for yourself for me personally i know i'm pretty sure what it is for me like for me it's like testosterone and like i grew up like in the aggression no like i grew up in the shittiest waves and when i started like like when i started getting in like real waves i was just so insanely excited mm. and i had so much like just blood. like imagine you're about to get a fight your blood is just like pumping mm -hmm. like and I, I i i i felt that way when i was paddling into a wave when mm. i was younger i was just like i had so much adrenaline and so much excitement and so much like testosterone and i was just like ah and like as you get older it's just like that just kind of like I've also, I've been surfing for, at this wave for so long and like, I'm not that talented, surf, talented of a surfer. Well, the, my best surfing has always been through just like guts and like, and just like putting your head down and paddling and like being excited and being like, being in good shape, uh, riding a right board. And then you got a, you got a good one where it, it wasn't natural. It wasn't like pure talent. It was like, 
it was like all these things yeah, that yeah, made, yeah. made me get a good wave, not right. just like a guy rolled out of bed and gets barreled in his sleep, mm -hmm. like like you know, like the good guys do, you know. Um, it was a calculated approach to well, getting like your 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 well, jab. I, I think it's like it's like you're you're like it's that a it's okay imagine you're like you know when you're young and everyone like gets in fist fights and shit and like it's like adrenaline and like testosterone and it's like if you go down there and you're just like yeah the boom it's like it can be a little annoying like a traveler just gets to town the same guy that it would annoy you because yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like overly hyped yeah, yeah it's like but that same energy it's like it's like hey there's some like crazy guy who went to the north shore some Halley guy and look at he just got this bomb at pipe it's just like it was that like adrenaline that build up and i think all that all that put into that moment is like when some people do i think some of the best surf in their life because it was it was it was like it was it was like you know for us from miami we were like we didn't have that so when we got the opportunity some people buckled in that moment some people were just like this is what i've been waiting for and they thrived in that moment they just pushed harder and harder and harder because totally they were so excited yep. they were so excited yep. you know it's not you so know. going back to the original <laughs> like point of this was like the testosterone like the like excitement ex like the passion the aggression to like get this wave and get into it is is what has waned for you and what made the takeoff harder now in your in like later years i just don't think um my love for surfing will never stray but like i'm just like like it's just i'm just not as like motivated now i'm kind of more like yeah we're gonna cruise we're gonna go surf and like and i and when i but when i do get in the lineup that doesn't mean when i get in the lineup i still don't want that barrel like because we're always going to be addicted to like getting that good one and then you see the younger groms getting all the good ones and you still want to get that good one but you're you can go in and not be not be like bummed not be like oh i had a bad session and not be right, bummed at yourself right. because you didn't get a good one because because mm -hmm. you're like it's it's, it's well, it becomes just... it becomes it's become more routine for me as mm -hmm. opposed to just like uh, like the gift of surfing and like uh, oh my god I, I got to go on a trip and score or i got some free time and i went and scored or, or my local beach was firing and i scored like it's like it's become a bit more routine for me to, which doesn't mean i don't love it the same but it just means that like I, I maybe take it for granted a little bit more. It's a long-term relationship. Right. You know, you've been in it for so long. And of course, yeah. if, you, if you didn't have it, you'd miss it so much. Right. But, but like the human take, condition, right. you know, is to like take for granted what you take, have all the time. Right, exactly. You know, and, and then when let's, you, let's just for the record though, right? I have to say, yeah. I saw you get some incredible waves. I just, I don't want anybody to listen to this thinking like, oh, Poor Shea doesn't get any more good waves. Like, <laughs> you were packing no. some sick ones. Okay, carry Thank on. You. Thank you. I mean, I, you know, I know, I know that I, you know, it's, it's just we're lucky to live here. And you're, you're always going to get a good one, you know. You're going to get a good one if, and, um, you know, you're going to get a great wave. You know it's how like to the, do the, it. the boom is, like, such a good wave. Like, you're going to get a good one, you know. It's just, it's just they're there. And, they're, and there's a lot of them coming in. And, you, you know, you're going to get one. And, uh. Yeah, it's, it's it's nice. It's nice to be able to have that there all the time, and um, it's really nice to see. Uh, it's really nice to see. Like uh, we have a guest right now, Patrick Pat, and he said yesterday to me, he's like, he's a very capable surfer, and he's like, looks like he's about thirty years old, and he's like, oh, I just got the best barrel of my life. I saw it, by the way. And like, you know, that's cool. You know, like to, I, I've I've heard that a million times. Yeah. Like, uh, like well, you're gonna hear it one more time. I got the best wave of my life. <laughs> it always happens to me. Like, oh, I got the. And you know, this these aren't like you know, we're not a bunch of like, you know, we're not, we're not at uh, Ship Stearns. We're not at Porto. Like, 
these are we're, these are just everyday surfers that like to get a barrel, right? Mm-hmm. So like the you know, so like the best way of their life it could be a two foot overhead wave that like spit and they're just pumped and like yeah. that's fine. Like that's you know, we're normal people. We're like yeah. we're having yeah, fun yeah, yeah, and yeah. we're having some good waves. Oh, and um, you know, I mean there's going to be a it's going to take a lot more for certain people and like not everyone's going to come here and get the wave of their life because some people's level is just like you know there's a lot of good waves in the world and a lot of great surfers and not everyone's going to get the wave of their life here like straight up that's just impossible because people are too good at surfing and there's too many good spots but for a certain level of surfer that you're not really into certain you're not into tackling eight to ten to twelve foot and you're not into riding seven sixes and eight o's and up and up and up like this is uh, the epitome of the guy who likes the overhead beach break barrel like right. it, it's like you can you can it's get that one here yeah. like if yeah. you're just like i love that's your jam yeah, i that's love your that jam, you brought right? that up because <laughs> i was i like i had the way we're doing it here is like okay we have two rules we're down there like in the dark before sunrise and you can't leave you can get out of the water, but you can't leave the beach until the wind goes on shore. Yeah. That was the rules. They told me that, Mikey Lee, they told me that before, you know, we came down here. So I'm sitting in the, the little palapa we built, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to go back out. You know, I took a little 20-minute break, yeah. and I'm running down the beach. And just like you said, Pat, I know exactly what wave he's talking about when he told you he got the yeah. best wave of his life. Yeah, I cool. saw it. I'm yeah. running down the beach, and he just scratches into this thing. And gets so shacked. Yeah. And you can tell, like, he's a regular surfer. Like, he's yeah. not a pro. But he's just going straight on a wave that's really fucking good. Yeah. And he gets so shacked and blown out. And I'm on the beach, like, you know, 20 yeah. yards away from him. He's yeah. in the water just finishing his wave. Yeah, like, I'm on the beach still, 20 yards away. And I'm like, oh, my God, yeah. I'm losing my mind. Because, like, yeah, I so almost know. Him, I don't you know? know the guy that well. But I know that that's probably one of the better waves he's yeah. ever gotten in his life. Yeah, it's it's a good it's a good that's those moments those are the moments where you you have the best job in your life. Mm-hmm. You have the best job in the world. I mean I have the best job in the world when when someone when I get to surf with my daughter, my whole staff is making a living and then one of the guests just says, Hey I got the best barrel of my life. Like that's those are the perfect moments. Yeah, it's not yeah. like that every day but like we but it does happen right, and like right, it's right. great. It, you love hearing it. You love hearing it. You're like you're just like and then you're like, you know, you go home and you whisper to your wife, like, someone told me again, they yeah, got the yeah, best yeah, barrel yeah. of their life. You're like, you're like, man, that happens a lot, right? Like, yeah. We're know. doing something right here. Yeah, we're doing definitely doing something right. And, uh, yeah. Nicaragua's, uh, Nicaragua's uh, there's a lot of great waves in this country. And uh, we live at this one. And uh, there's so many other good ones in Nicaragua. And, you know, this country's blessed with a lot of waves. It's, like, it's a beach. You know, you think of El Salvador, you think of point breaks, you know? You think of Mexico, you kind of think of, like, the Munster beach breaks and the sand points. Um, like, Nicaragua, I'd say there's a, there's a good variety, but, like, we have a lot of just, like, very good, you know, beach breaks that you don't need big boards to surf. Like, you know, it's, uh, I don't know why I still talk Hawaiian scale. I'm like, so, but, like, you know, like, six foot and under if you're, like, you know, on that scale like mm-hmm. you know there's a lot of them up and down the coast whether you're at the boom colorados and there's lots of other ones too and we have a lot of that and a lot of good winds and and it's a good place for that surfing there's a lot of that going on in this country yeah it's fun it's right fun. on 
Shame, man. Does anyone still do the Hawaiian scale? Like, what do they do? People, Dude, do young I people, don't know. Do people like do young groms? When you I'm should, like, I'm afraid to like yeah. judge waves by feet. Yeah. You know, because like everybody's got their own version. Yeah, the double overhead, triple overhead is kind of like more thorough, but <laughs> like, a, you, you know, like it's almost like they would say. I don't know. It's weird that I'm from Miami, where we literally have like knee-high waves. But like for whatever reason, when I grew up there, like surf reports, I don't think were really that big yet. And like they actually would be like, oh, it's one to two foot. I mean, it was like it was chest high, and like three feet was head high. And it's like, but you you think like you know I'm from the small wave capital of the world, and, and you'd think that you know they probably wanted to put like put some sugar on it, but. but you know, but man, I'm sure they do now, but you know, I don't know what. Yeah, on. it's so hard to judge it all. I, yeah. I like, you know, Surfline definitely has like tried to standardize it. Then there you have the swell height, like, okay, so for example, this is a, this place is a perfect example actually, because right now we're getting what, one or two foot at 16 to 18 seconds, something like that. Am I right in that range? I think so. You know, I, I mean, I'm not far off. I don't right? think you. I don't think you looked at the report today, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're on vacation and you and you turn that. I'm listening it, to all it, the yeah, people in the water. You're just listening no, to no, chatter no. in the restaurant. It's, it's true though. Like, yeah. I, I did look at the report a few days ago. <laughs> you're right on that sense. I didn't look yeah. at it today, but it was no more than three feet and no more and and but mega seconds. But mm -hmm. the point is that that translates into a way. Uh, like a tube that you can practically stand up and yeah. full on, you know? Yeah. So it's just like, a, there's, how do you judge waves? Like, because a swell could be one to two there's foot, another, there's another, but the resulting wave can be six feet. Can I tell you, there's another saying that used to go on around around these parts, and, this, and they said, I, I pulled in an acorn that came out of pumpkin. <laughs> that was a good one. That's a guy That's a guy named Crab who came up with that one. I love it. Lebo. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, uh, Shay, thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, thank you, Chris. Yeah, it's been fun. Dude, uh, that I'm, was I'm like... I'm stoked that you're friends with uh, my family, Juan, and so it's cool. Yeah, it big, it... big shout out to Juan. He, yeah. When he found out I was here, he was like, dude, you gotta... Yeah, it, yeah. Talk, like, tell Once Shay. You, you know, if you throw, like, you know, there's glue people in the world, and it's like, if you throw Juan's name out there, that means you're, like, kind of family. Like, it means it's all good, like... That's a good, that's a good, that's a good, uh, that's a good person, so, yeah. Juan, Juan yeah. is good people. Juan is good people. Shall we go, uh, have yeah. our dinners? Yeah, let's go have our dinners. Right on.